This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Big changes could be coming to the way the poultry industry compensates producers. The Department of Justice has announced a deal with Cargill in which the company will agree not to use the so-called tournament system in its producer compensation. Instead, the company, which recently closed its acquisition of Sanderson Farms, will set a price floor and pay bonuses from there for higher-achieving producers. The news comes by way of a consent decree between the business and DOJ. There's also a $84.8 million fine for what DOJ called a brazen scheme to exchange wage and benefit information between Cargill Meat Solutions, Wayne Farms, and Sanderson Farms. Those entities will all split that fine. Steve Davies has a closer look at the news in his story on agripulse.com. Another pair of House Ag Democrats hit the road today to gather feedback on the upcoming farm bill, and the need for new money was a hallmark in the conversation. Bob Worth farms in the southwest part of the state and is currently the head of the Minnesota soybean growers. He told the gathering he'd like to see a growth in the bill's funding. As we know, there has not been an increase in pool money for any of the provisions in the farm bill. I think it should go all the way from SNAP all the way down through all the Title I. Because as we all know, inflation is hitting us really hard. And I think this is something that we need to take a look at increasing that. Minnesota Farmers Union President Gary Wordish concurred and even cited a Biden administration official in his argument. A few weeks ago, I was in uh, Secretary Vilsack's office and he talked about the importance of a farm bill, upcoming farm bill, and he explained all the various programs that the uh, FSA has in rural development for rural America. And he said, I don't know why we're stuck on writing a farm bill sticking to a baseline. The importance of a farm bill, rural development bill, is so huge. He says, our defense department does not stick to a baseline. So why are we, you know, why are we stuck in there in that view? All told, the 2018 version of the legislation has worked well, many of the speakers said. Committee members Sherry Bustos of Illinois and Angie Craig of Minnesota were present for the event. Speaking of the farm bill, one farmer leader wants Congress to make sure producers better understand a potential change that has been discussed. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. The head of the National Corn Growers Association says farmers are going to need a little more education if Congress opts to lean towards offering margin-based coverage in the upcoming farm bill. Speaking on this week's open mic, Iowa farmer and NCGA president Chris Edgington says farmers already have access to marginal crop insurance, but there are challenges with the existing program. One of the big challenges with it, and this is probably why there's not been that many people involved, is you have to make that decision in in like September of this year for next year. That really is a long time out for a lot of people to think about their crop insurance program. But, you know, that that is available. It's not gotten a lot of traction. And uh, it goes right along with any type of other crop insurance program you buy. Edgington says if farmers are going to consider opting into margin crop insurance programs, there needs to be more educational resources for farmers. If some way, some reason, that's where things trended, obviously there's going to be a huge amount of education involved, and there, there honestly probably needs to be more trial run as to how does this work across a larger area, across multiple commodities, if you're, if you're looking at something like that. 
Now, I know, you know, there's been a little bit of something like that, I think, over in the dairy side, and it's taken them a long time to get that to where it's workable for everybody that's involved. You can hear more from Edgington and his thoughts on ethanol and the Next Generation Fuels Act in this week's open mic on AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Peggle. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at CuriousPlot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.